Hi, everybody, and welcome to a special live edition of the Therefore Geek podcast. We are coming to you from the Tidewater Comic Con. Uh, it's about 9.45 in the morning. Uh, the VIPs have been in for a little bit, and uh, in a few minutes, General Mission is going to come in. And I'm really excited about this, given how many people are already in here for the VIPs. It's Absolutely. pretty awesome. Yeah, it's starting to look crowded already. Yeah, you, you guys, I'm sure, can hear the, uh, the, the rumbling and the din in the background here. So we're going to be checking in throughout the day. Uh, we're going to have hopefully some, some artists and some writers and some letterers joining us. Uh, A few pickup guests. As the day goes on. And then uh, we're also going to do some just kind of person on the street uh, interviews and ask a couple of questions and see what people are thinking about the convention. Uh, personally, I'm feeling really good about this. I cannot wait for the rest of this day to keep going. What to about be you, complete, Well, to be completely honest, I'm a little nervous because this is the first convention I've ever actually tabled at. So I've been to conventions, um, and it's different feeling when you're on this side of the of the table and you're smiling at people and saying, "Hey, come check us out!" But it's it's awesome. And actually, we've had somebody walk by and said they already listened to us, which was a pretty cool moment. Yeah, absolutely, it's fantastic. So it's nice nice to know that that uh, we're getting out there. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll check back within you back in with you in a little bit. Absolutely. Hi everybody, and we are back for our first little check-in here. We've got Alex, who is one of our uh, newest guest writers. So hi, Alex. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> hi, Andrew. Hi, Tracy. How are you guys? Good. So how are you enjoying the convention? It's really nice. I was really surprised at the turnout. Um, it's a lot bigger than I thought it was going to be. And uh, it seems like there's just a steady stream of people. So that's very nice. Very good. So Alex is one of our newest uh, guest writers, mostly anime stuff, but not necessarily exclusively. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to do some book reviews and stuff later on. Just trying to yeah. get ease into it, you know. Yeah. So uh, do you have a topic for your next uh, next post? Uh, not yet. I'm still waiting to see if I get any comments back on the last one, and then I'll use that to kind of figure out what I'm going to write about next. Yeah, so if you have any any suggestions any for Alex, ideas, yeah, please happy comment. To take yeah. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by, Alex. Well, thanks for having me. It's very nice. Uh, and we are back, and we've got Michael O'Neill with us. Michael is uh, actually on the booth right across from us. So, Mike, say hello. Hi, guys. So, Michael, why don't you tell us about your book? Well, the book is called The Eighth Day. Um, I had a reoccurring nightmare back in high school that I decided to turn it into a story, and a, a year later it was a 320-page book. Wow. And so I entered it into a... Uh, I wasn't going to publish it just because I wrote it for fun, but uh, my parents like, go for it. So... Um, I entered it in a nationwide writing, writing contest, and it took first place out of like a Wow, that's fantastic. So. so when did it come out? When was it published? Uh, 2010. Okay. It was the paperback. Kindle came out uh, 2013, and the audiobook just was released this year from uh, fantastic. real audiobooks. So. Okay, that's amazing. So uh, what's the book about? The book is a kind of a genre blend of young adult, sci-fi, action-adventure, techno-thriller. Um, about a group of high school kids, and one of them is accused of a crime he didn't commit. As his friends try to, uh, you know, prove his innocence, they discover there's something much greater going on, much more odious and insidious, and they end up going on a worldwide adventure to try and save the world. Very wow, nice. that's Very fantastic. Nice. That sounds really good. And we'll definitely throw uh, links to all of your stuff in the show notes. Awesome. So we'll be uh, everybody will be able to check you out. Yeah, uh, but also, uh, where can we uh, where can we find your stuff at? Um, the book is on Amazon is for both Kindle and paperback, and uh, Audible, iTunes, and Amazon for the audiobook. Okay. And of course, you can come here today to Comic Con and uh, pick up a signed copy. I'm also raffling off one of the models on my display. Oh, nice! So, uh, you know. And you have a website? Um, just a blog. Uh, I run a blog on reading and writing and uh, 
book reviews and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, readingrainbow6.blogspot.com. All right. So, Very, very nice. cool. Well, thanks cool. for checking in. Oh, thanks for interviewing. Thank you. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. We have our first uh, person on the street interview. So what's your name? Uh, Tamal Turner. Tamal? And Tamal, where are you from? Uh, Norfolk, Virginia. Virginia, all right. So local. So what do you think of the convention so far? Uh, so far, it's pretty cool. Yeah? Is this your first convention, or do you con- go to r- conventions regularly? Uh, this is my first one. Oh, nice. That's fantastic. That's good. So uh, what's your favorite thing you've seen so far? I like the costumes. Yeah. The costumes are always good. Yeah, that's awesome. Anything you're looking forward to seeing here? Uh, anyone or anything? Um, I'm, I'm really interested in seeing, like, Sam Hunterton when he comes, shows yeah. up. Yeah. Um, but just generally anything here is kind of cool. Um, this is kind of like my, like, my training wheels for Comic-Cons, because eventually I plan to go, like, E3, the New York Comic-Con, um, yep. and then move my way overseas and do their Comic-Cons. Oh, nice. That's so. fantastic. Yeah, I just got back from New York. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's um, a big convention, though. Yeah, it's good. To, it's good to start small. I yeah. started at New York the very first time, and I was completely overwhelmed. So yeah. starting small is way, definitely the way to go. Yeah, I knew if I, especially if I want my wife to go with me to New York and stuff like that, we yeah. need to start small. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, you know, thank you for coming on here. Yeah, absolutely. no problem. Thank you. Hi, right, we are back for another uh, man on the street interview. And uh, what's your name? Uh, Lewis Johnson. Lewis Johnson. Yeah. Lewis, where are you from? Uh, I'm originally from New Jersey, but I live in Virginia Beach now. So. Very nice. So, is this your first convention? Uh, yeah, my first comic book convention. I usually go to Star Trek conventions. So, ah, oh, nice. nice. I'm a Trekkie. What's cool. Your, what's, what's your favorite series? Uh, actually, it was um, I want to say Deep Space Nine. All right, no, I'm I'm with you. Okay. Yeah, very good. It, it was more of a storyline instead of each, each day is a new adventure. No, no, yeah, it's it, like everything is continuing. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't quite so episodic. Yeah, yeah that and then Voyager. Voyager, yeah. 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 Also good. Cool. How are you liking it so far? How does it? Um, how does it match up? Uh, it's pretty decent. You know, I mean, you know, uh, Star Trek is more established. Well, not saying it's more established, but um, it's more actors. Yeah. Yeah. You know, live action. That's true. But you know, I like uh, I like this place. You know, um, my I got the. Yeah, oh, nice. So I had to, I had to, I want to do the full experience and not just be handed because I didn't want to pay the extra five bucks. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah. And I love that it's very affordable too. Like this is very. a pretty affordable con- convention. And it's local too. I didn't have to travel all the way to New York to go get one yep. or San Diego or Toronto. Exactly. Yeah. So I'm glad these yeah. guys are doing, really doing this, putting this together. Man. It's really nice. So what, uh, what are you looking forward to about the convention here? Um, actually, I'm, my little girl, uh, she's two months. She looked, oh, oh, she's so cute. I know, she's mean. <laughs> she will hit you if you don't feed her. She will hit you. Like hard. That's Maybe so headbutt you while you're doing it. She's so tiny, though. Oh, don't, don't let the size go. <laughs> but no, um, probably uh, to start her off on some collective. You know? Nice. Oh, that's so cool. Nice. That's cool. So that's when really she nice. gets old enough, yeah. if she doesn't want it, I'll keep it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But if, uh, if she does want it, then I have a foundation for her to go yeah. to. I was like, well, you went to your first comic book convention on this day. You really were asleep the whole time. But, you know, when, you, when she starts realizing what's going on, then she's going to start them young. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Get her into something besides like music videos and, you know. All the other yeah. nonsense that's going on out there. Definitely. Well, thanks very much for stopping by. We enjoy yeah. having you on. Yeah, anytime. All right, we have our uh, our first uh, comic creator with us to, uh, for the day here. So, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? 
Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Chris Edzoulis, and I'm the writer of The Paladin. I'm holding issue one right here. This is a great cover. This makes me really want to just, like, jump right in. <laughs> uh, so what's this about? Uh, it takes place in the year 2116, about 50 years after World War III. Um, people survived the fallout through this rapid evolution. That's kind of the mystery that sets the whole story up. Mm-hmm. But it really follows two main characters, uh, Gio, who's on the cover, and uh, Lyra, his sister. You were just on the page with her. Oh, yeah. this one, yeah. Um, she, everyone has these abilities through this evolution. She could split herself in two. Uh, and she becomes like a, a freedom fighter. And she's trying to convince her brother, who's um, he's a famous author during that time, and she's trying to convince him to help her cause. Oh, how cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So, issue one, when was when did this come out? It came out last week. Okay, oh, and I nice. see... Fresh the, off the presses. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I see thepaladincomic.com. Is this where everybody can come and get your book? Yeah, they're not on sale yet, but they should be totally on sale online in a couple of weeks. Okay, yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming over. Well, thank you, guys. Thank yeah. you. How's it going, everybody? So we have James with us from the Virginia Beach Public Library, and James is setting up something called the Year of the Comic Book. So why don't you tell us a little bit about that, James? Year of the Comic Book. It's a very exciting thing we're doing. Uh, we're partnering with uh, Tidewater Comic Con for 2015, and Virginia Beach Public Library is offering the Year of the Comic Book. What this is is um, we're going to be doing lots of programs, some of them sponsored by the library, some of them by Tidewater Comic Con. So we're going to have like monthly movie nights. Uh, we're going to have a mini convention um, that Mike from Tom- Tidewater Comic Con is organizing. We're going to have cosplay, uh, cosplay workshops, creator and um, artist signings, uh, how to write your own comic book, superhero story times for the little kids. We're going to do lots of really cool stuff that's all comic book themed for the year 2015. <laughs> Very nice. So, what was the uh, what was the inspiration for doing behind doing this? Uh, well, actually, Mike reached out to us to kind of plug Tidewater Comic Con and stuff, and we started talking with him, and we realized there's such a huge audience for anything comic book related in this area, and uh, we really wanted to engage the community and form a strong partnership with a lot of the people around here, and that seemed like a great way to do it. So, we wanted to we wanted to offer a year long experience for the for the public to really embrace the comic book stuff. Plus, we're also we really want to get a point the point across that uh, comic books are reading too. Uh, It's great for all ages, um, especially for kids who are having a little trouble reading um, or are reluctant to read. Comic books are a great entryway into reading. And um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and we got the the library has a big graphic novel collection. We're getting uh, we're getting comic books. um, You know, every week we're ordering new stuff, and so we've got a really good um, selection built up. We really want to get the books into the hands of the people. Very nice. So where can we find uh, a calendar of events or something? Yep, you can go to our website, um, www.vbgov.com forward slash comic book. Just one word. And uh, that'll take you there. You can get all of the info that you need. And so they're starting 2015. uh, When's the the first uh, event scheduled yet? Uh, Yeah, we have the first couple events um, starting in January. I believe the first one is uh, January 15th. All right, so off, so, to a, off to a pretty quick start there. Yeah, it, we're starting right off, right off the bat, right in the middle of, or right in the beginning of January. If you, um, if you come into the library too, we're going to have a, uh, a booklet that has all the programs lined out for the whole year, so you can come to the library, pick one of those up, and you know when everything is happening. That's fantastic. Yeah. Well, James, thank you for coming out and letting us know about the program. Cool. Thank you for having me. Hey, folks, we are back, and we have another comic creator with us. Uh, Greg, why don't you say hello? Hey, everybody. So, Greg, what do you uh, 
What do you do here? What are you, um, what are you working on? I do drawings. Uh, I draw stuff for uh, Harrington Comics. Uh, it's me and a couple of my buddies, uh, Matt Harrison and Todd Webb, who are both here today. Um, and yeah, we just put out a book called Harrington Comics Number One, and it's got it's like an anthology comic of all of our uh, little short stories. Very nice, very nice. Anthology comics are making a nice, uh, nice comeback. Yeah, ho- hopefully. I mean, um, I, I haven't been around to see what else is here today. Um, most of it is like superhero stuff, but we, we're one of the few that doesn't have any of that. Um, so, what do you guys uh, have mostly? Um, it's all just anything that me and my friends want to draw, we'll publish. Okay. Um, like some of the stories are autobiographical. Some of them are um, just about. Like there's this one just about a knight uh, killing people, uh, doing drugs. Um, yeah, and uh, I've been drawing all these portraits of cats, uh, cats as different like geek pop culture icons and stuff. Very nice. So I've got like Cat Godzilla and Cat Weapon X, and I'm working ha- on a commission right here for Cat Star Lord. I'm gonna have to come by and see that Cat Godzilla for a friend of mine. Yeah, that's the most popular item over there is Cat Godzilla. Uh, people love cats and monsters. So. Very nice. So, where can we find your your uh, your work? Um, right now, the best place to go would be um, Facebook.com/slash Harrington Comics. Okay. Um, but you can find all of us individually. Like uh, Todd Webb, his website is Toddbot.com. Um, Matt is RootBeerComics.com, and mine is uh, ThesebearsAreHappy.com. So we all have our individual uh, works that we do, and then we all came together for this new book. All right. Um, Sounds good, man. Right on. I appreciate you stopping by. Yeah, thanks a lot, man. Take it easy. All right, buddy. We have Ben with us from the Virginia Comic Con. So, Hey, everybody. How you doing? I want you to tell us a little bit about the show coming up. All right. We've got a a big two-day show coming up in uh, Richmond, Virginia at the Richmond International Raceway, November 22nd and 23rd. It's the, uh, one of the things we're doing is the largest cosplay event in Virginia's history. Very nice. It's got a thousand dollar prize pool. Um, that's going to be really cool. We've got, uh, the first appearance on the East Coast in seven years of Jay Lee. Very nice. We've got, uh, Ivy Doom Kitties coming out to do some stuff for us. Correct me if I'm wrong, she's, she's judging the, uh, the cosplay contest? She's part of the cosplay contest, part of it, yeah. Okay. Um, we're not sure if we're going to have our judge or MC or, or okay. it's whatever she wants to do really because she's like hey I'm Ivy Doom Kitty and I do what I want right very true and that's not making her sound like, it's like she's famous enough to be like hey I want to do that and we're like okay yeah like <laughs> it's just but yeah uh, it's going to be a lot of fun um, we're putting together a bunch of panels right now uh, with a bunch of cosplaying panels we're going to do we got a bunch of video gaming panels we're going to do uh, we got a bunch of the old the old horror hosts like Count Gore coming so really like an old school horror p- panel. Oh, that's awesome. Um, yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff. We've got uh, the voice actress that played Jem from Jem and the Holograms is coming. That's kind of fun. That's a nice throwback. And we've got we got a lot of like 80s stuff. Like our, our promoter is very an 80s guy. <laughs> like like we've got Ch- like, Child of the 80s. Oh yeah, very much. So we're like, hey, we know that you like the 80s, but could you get a relevant guest to now? <laughs> He's like, is Jay Lee good enough? We're like, yes. <laughs> But yeah, just it's going to be an interesting shot. Good, I'm looking forward to it. You, are you coming up for that one, or yeah, I think so. Yeah, try. Yeah, yeah. But like I, I said, if you do, let me know so we can promote you on our Facebook and and all that other stuff because I really I'll put you guys over, as it were. All right, well, I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Ben. My pleasure.
Check us out at vacomicon.com. Okay, so here we are back with um, back at Tidewater Comic Con, and uh, I've got a special guest. Can you introduce yourself? Yeah, my name is Brian Lacey. I live here in the area. I draw for a hobby. I'm inspired by wonderful, awesome people and in the the genre. Okay, and what do you draw? I, I know you handed me a Death of Wolverine's uh, flyer. Comic book, pen and ink. You know, I do my own coloring. I mean, I, I did uh, study fine art and figure drawing for a little while. Wow. Um, but that, that pretty much sums it up. Just anything that looks awesome, I like to do. That's fantastic. And where can people find your work? Um, you can actually go to, um, if you go on Facebook, you can also go to uh, Brian, Brian Lacey Art, Facebook.com. Okay. Very nice. All right. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Enjoy. Hi, everybody. We're back and we're here with the Mandalorian Mercs, or at least two of them. So tell us a little bit about your group. Uh, you're from the area, right? Uh, yes, yeah, although the, uh, the group is actually worldwide. Okay, yeah, so you're are, like one section of it? Yeah, we're, uh, we're one clan. We're, we're organized into clans. We uh, have most of our members in the United States, but we have people as far away as Europe, Asia. Nice. And we have some members in Japan. Okay. So, so. I mean, how much, um, pr- how much oversight do you have, or are you pretty autonomous? Each clan is pretty autonomous. Uh, we do get, you know directives and just general information from up top uh-huh. but e- each clan pretty much kind of does its own thing and as long as we're kind of doing things the right way yeah uh, we're pretty much autonomous yeah so you guys make your own armor that's correct uh, my armor is currently made out of citra and car hood car hood car hood why did you decide to use a car hood uh, because if you can feel it sounds cool Oh, it does sound cool. Yeah, and it's a lot easier to paint, too. So, And especially oh, with the weathering process, I took yeah. sandpaper to it. looks a lot better. That's awesome. All right, so tell me about yours. Uh, mine's made out of uh, Cintro PVC, mm-hmm. uh, which is basically you know just plastic. It's really, really easy to mold. So you just pretty much use nice. a heat gun, kind of mold it where you want it, and, yeah. and that's about it. That's awesome. How long does a costume usually take? Well, the whole armor. Yeah, mine took about four months and about six hundred dollars. So that, yeah, it was fun. Wow. Uh, the helmet itself cost about one twenty, and you can buy all this on the forums and stuff like that. They have a lot of people in there that make armor components for you. Oh, okay, so you don't. If you were not skilled enough to do it, you could buy your own armor. That is correct. Little by little. That's awesome. That's fantastic. Although one of the big benefits about the Mercs is uh, we're we're really helpful. Yeah. If that makes any sense, like when I first met the Mercs. They pretty much welcomed me immediately and, you know, any questions I had, any nice. kind of technical things that I needed to know, they were right there helping me out the entire way through. So you said you, how did you get involved with them? Uh, I actually heard about them while I was stationed over in Japan. Uh, wow. I got out of the military, came back here to Virginia, and then I basically heard about them being at Rothcon. So I showed up there cool. and uh, I just met them and knew for pretty much from that moment that I wanted to join. You want to hang out with them? Yeah. That's awesome. How about you? Uh, mine is basically kind of the same story, except for the Japan. Uh, I'm still stationed here in Norfolk, and I just came back for deployment. Oh. Yeah, I really wanted to join the 501st, but again, their helpfulness on the forums and just welcoming to the yeah. community, uh, I felt a lot better with uh, the Mercs and the custom ability. So I, mine is completely my own. Nobody else has an armor like mine. And same with Corey over there. His armor is completely That's his, cool. and nobody else has armor just like his. That's really, really fantastic. So, uh, where can we find information about you guys? Uh, if you go to the Mercs Fire Spray uh, Clan, 
that's where that's where we're located. Okay. At. So cool. we're also on Facebook, uh, Firestorm Clan for the local area, and we also have the Mando Mercs page on Facebook itself. Very nice. Yeah, uh, our forums are at. Uh, well, it'll redirect you from MandalorianMercs.com, which is probably the easiest one for, okay. for people to go to uh, if they're local. Firestorm Clan. Uh, okay. mo- most clans have a Facebook group, but your best bet is to start on the forums and go from there. Very cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, guys. And we'll, of course, throw all that information down in the show notes so everybody will be able to link to it. Yep. All cool. right. Thank you. No worries. Thanks for having us. Yeah. All right. We are back for once again another uh, Man on the Street interview. So introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ross Dixon Ellis. I'm a uh, Musician, uh, brother of Sam Ellis, uh, who was on our podcast not that long ago. Yeah, yeah. cool. So it's good to see you guys again. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so I what just, have you been up to today? Um, you look well, tired. We're all tired, but yeah. I mean, I guess I, I got up real early, like five or something, and yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, I, I feel pretty good. It, it's it's been a good day. I haven't eaten anything, but you know, I'm still feeling. You know. Did you have coffee up. this morning? I don't drink coffee. Oh, but, okay. You know. So you got but, you got a natural energy. Uh, I had a energy. soda though. You know, okay. I got I got soda though. You know, <laughs> I don't know. I need a I need to cut back though. So, yeah. I got you. I always yeah. feel that way too. Wait, wait till after the convention. To cut back, yeah. yes. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, I need to cut back every day, and then you know, I'm just like, yeah, I'll just I'll just keep, I'll yeah. just keep it up. I don't know. It seems like when I try to quit, I get worse at the uh, addiction <laughs> that I'm trying to get over. So. You so know. what's your music? Tell me about that. Okay, yeah, all right. Um, well, I'm a guitar player. Um, I, you know, I try to arrange uh, stuff, and uh, I don't know. You can find my music on RossDixonEllis.com. Um, I like to do neoclassical metal, uh, video game music. Nice. Uh, I the last thing I did was a Muppet cover. Uh, from the old Muppet movie, uh, Can You Picture That? Dr. Teeth and oh, Electric cool. Mayhem. I don't know, nice. I, like to, I like to do all sorts of stuff, you know, blues, Hendrix. Oh, nice. You know. Love it. Yeah, that's I, I don't really know, cool. I got a wide, wide, wide variety of tastes. I'm, I'm a huge Queen fan. Um, you know, I'm trying to work on my vocals a little bit, but, you know, that's, I don't know, I, I think if you set your bar high, you know, yeah. Eh, you know. No, I got you. I'll definitely check that out because that's yeah. really cool. That's yeah. that's right up my alley. The Doctor Teeth uh, covers is pretty good. I think I don't a, know. that sounds pretty fantastic. Yeah. The Muppets are the Muppets are, are, are classic. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Awesome. I don't cool. know that that song was was probably my favorite. The Can You Picture That? I don't know. Just um, I did half of a cover, so it's only like a minute and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, I could do the rest. I might. You know. Um, I got a pretty good reaction from some friends, so yeah, cool. But uh, yeah, I'm just kind of I'm looking for a gig right now. But I guess I guess uh, thing to in collaboration with Sam and my brother Grant. Um, right now, I'm living up in Northern Virginia, Stafford, Virginia, and uh, just working for my brother Grant. Uh, but aside from that, um, as far as creatively. I want to do uh, like cosplay covers, like music video covers and stuff like that. Um, you know, since I play guitar and I'm a performer, uh, I don't know. I've just kind of been doing it in my room so for the time being, just kind of playing and just, you know, rocking out or whatever. But that's not exactly cool. interesting. But I want to kind of add the next level. You know, so you want a music video with cosplayers in it? Uh, I want to cosplay as you know something. Oh, cool. So uh, cool, something cool. to look for. Uh, something Sam really wants me to do is uh, do a Doctor Who theme 
and do the doctor, uh, like Matt Smith. Yeah. 11th doctor, I guess. Um, I can see that. Yeah, it's a... Yeah, there's a little bit of a reason. I don't know. I don't see it, but... Uh, you get the I'll, hair. The yeah, hair, the hair I think it's it. the hair, yeah. Maybe. No, that's awesome. That's but, fantastic. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, that's kind of what I want to do for probably next year creatively. Just try to film a bunch of those. Um, you know, try to... I don't know. We're trying to work together as brothers to kind of all put our creative, you know, juices into something. Yeah. Um, since I do music, Sam does art, and Grant is good at film like um it's you know it's the challenge is to kind of all come together in one element um and kind of my experience i guess uh i don't know i did the show at bush gardens williamsburg called london rocks um london rocks yeah i was i was the lead guitarist for that um it was kind of a british invasion uh production it was like 30 minutes uh kind of a a lot of Broadway people worked on that, and um, it was a silly show. You know, it was it was like a lot of costumes, a lot of it, it was a, it was basically something where everybody had to, you know, put in their best, you know, to make cool. it happen. Because I I couldn't do the lighting for that show, I couldn't do the costume designs, but you know, but everybody came together. So so hopefully, in some small way, um, you know, for Sam's site, uh, RCS comic. Um, and also my own, uh, my own website's more kind of a portfolio for, you know, uh, you know, companies to look at, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I mean, yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, you know, I got a reverb nation. I got a Facebook, you know, Twitter, whatever. Well, I don't really use Twitter. It's up there, but I don't gotcha. know. Like I, I, I didn't know I had a Twitter, uh, until like somebody favorited a tweet and I was like, when did I ever tweet something that would be favorited? But I guess I liked the video <laughs> somebody liked or made. So, oh, I that's funny. so I don't know. I'm not. I'm not that great with social media. <laughs> so no, but that's that's really cool. I'll definitely check out your stuff, yeah, and you'll definitely. have to keep us informed as more stuff comes definitely. out. Especially if you do a Doctor Who cosplay. Cover. Yeah, that'd be that's, hilarious. That's, it seems like yeah. I don't know. What do you What do you guys? Uh, I don't know. Uh, pot like. So I guess it's like geek culture or something yeah. like that. Yeah, we do kind of everything, don't we? I don't know. Yeah, a little bit. Who have you, who have you talked to? Who have, Who have you guys got in contact with? How How uh, well, obviously, obviously Sam. Um, yeah. What else we've got? Um, we've had some of the local, some local folks. Um, uh, Pete Newcomb, who owns uh, Borderless Comics. Okay. Um, Shane McNulty, who runs uh, Tidewater Brown Coats. Wait, who is that? Shane McNulty. Shane McNulty. Oh, I you, thought you, I thought you said Nick Nulty. Oh no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> that yeah, would be that very would, cool. Yeah. Let's get on with this. <laughs> that'd be, yeah, that'd be, be great. Be, that'd be interesting. That would be great. And we've got a couple of really. Uh, really awesome guests that are coming up in the in the future too Definitely. we're trying to get the final details on that too so that'll be fun i'm actually really excited about them um, that's cool sorry how are you guys enjoying the, the convention it's, it's a lot of fun yeah, yeah. but yeah like you we were up early yeah <laughs> tired but um yeah I, i've been able to walk around and uh got to talk to a whole bunch of people video game heaven is way back in the back and yeah. i happened i actually went to school with nick huh. uh, years ago and so Nick Nolte? Uh, no, I'm just nah, damn, not him either. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Uh, but uh, so I got to see him, and actually, it turns out I know a lot of the people here, and I yeah. just keep bumping into him. I one just walked by and I waved at her while we were just talking. I saw an old kindergarten friend of mine. Yeah, wow. She's like a teacher now. It's nice. It was, it was kind of wild. Know who you're gonna run into. Yeah, yeah, but it's cool. It was, it was cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, well, thanks for stopping by. Oh, absolutely, yeah, I appreciate it. absolutely, definitely. 
and we are back with one of our special guests, uh, comic creator. And can you introduce yourself? Yep. I am Eric Donovan. All right. And what do you do? I make comics, uh, typically penciling and inking. Fantastic. Yeah, currently I'm working on a project uh, for Boom Studios called Mimetic. It comes out on Wednesday, this coming Wednesday, October 22nd. It's about an internet meme that destroys the world in three days. It's going to be really fantastic. exciting. We're really pumped about it. Okay, cool. That's very good. It's a little frightening, though, that you know that reality may be uh, mirroring fiction there. Oh, absolutely. Before we know it. Well, and that's you know part of the reason that I was so excited to uh, get on the project when I was approached about it was because I feel like it's very relevant. Um, and the writer, James Tynan, is also a buddy of mine. We've been working on a project called The House on the Wall, which is a ghost story, a haunted house ghost story kind of tale that's on thrillbent.com. And we also did a short story in the in the Dark anthology that was kickstarted and then published by IDW earlier this year. So. Very nice, very nice. So um, what, what other projects have you been working on up until now? Like, where would people be able to see your name? Yeah, um, so I mean, you could check out my website, ericdonovan.com. I've also been uh, previously working on the Super Mario Bros. 2 movie sequel webcomic. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, that was, uh, we started that last summer, and that's a, literally a sequel to the movie. Um, basically, the, the two guys who are writing that, huge fans of the film, um, they have kind of like the sequel that's been planned out kind of in script form that they talked about ahead of time and they, they being fans of it, wanted to take that and have it uh, actually be put out somewhere since there's probably never going to be a sequel film. Sure, sure. So they got together with uh, Parker Bennett and some of the other script writers and writers of the film and talked to them about it and they were like, yeah, go for it. Like, make this cool webcomic, make it happen. Um, and since then, it has actually been a huge fan following for it online and overseas cool. and in South America. It's, um, you know, is it we free did content? It. It's free content, absolutely. Cool. I believe the website is smbcomic.com. Um, Are there going to be Goombas with tiny heads? There, well, I mean, I think what happened, right, is so they have the de-evolutionizer machine, and then after they defeat Koopa, they're able to fix a lot of the Goombas. So, like, Toad is back. Right. He still maintains his huge form that he kind of got when he got de-evolved but at the same time he's also like back to his normal self so he's now like super strong and really big but at the same time um, he's back to like his more humanoid dinosaur form rather than the Goomba dinosaur form. Okay. But, um, cool. Yeah the chapters I did didn't have any of them in it but I think maybe down in some of the later chapters as they start going to some of these portal dimensions in the world we'll see some of that. So. Very nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have one quick question for you about sure. inking because okay. uh, we fairly recently discovered exactly what inkers do. Yeah, right. And it, we actually wrote a podcast. You're like, whoa, wait a, a second. They I, don't just trace? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? right? Um, so have you worked with, um, I don't know, what's the opposite of digital? An analog style of inking and mm -hmm. digital as well? What's the difference between the two? Like, how, how difficult is it to transition? Okay, well, I predominantly do everything pen and paper. Okay, so cool. So old school style. Uh, I do color on Photoshop because it's easier for me to to do it that way. And I feel like with the technology we have, at least color-wise, that's the way to go. As far as the inking is concerned, I got nothing against digital inking at all. There's plenty of great artists, um, beautiful artwork being created using digital. But I like traditional, number one, because of the tactile approach that I'm familiar with, of being able to hold the tools in my hands and kind of feel the ink and kind of see my hands are a little grimy <laughs> right little now. I can get fingerprints. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a decisiveness that you have to have 
when you're inking traditionally that with a digital inking you don't necessarily have because you have that that control Z, that yeah. undo. So you make a line you don't like, eh, I'll just go back and draw it again. If you're inking on paper, that line's that line. You know, you can touch it up with whiteout or you might, you know, take it into the Photoshop later and kind of tweak things a little bit. But you have to be very uh, decisive. You have to ink with intent. And so I think that makes your inking stronger. Even if you work predominantly digitally because of speed, there's a lot of people right now, I mean, look at someone like, I don't know, Mark Brooks or Fiona Staples right now is really known for her digital work. They can all draw a pen and paper, and that's how they started. And you learn that process of doing it by hand. It makes you make those decisions. And then when you take that into the digital realm and you work on a computer, you have that decisiveness already, and it's going to make your artwork better. So I personally think... You know, use what tool works best for you, but practice both ways because it's going to make you better no matter what to do cool. a tradition. Cool. That's awesome. Thank you for your insight. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, thank absolutely. you, man. Sure. Yeah, thanks thank for coming guys. out, Eric. Yeah, appreciate absolutely. it. Yeah, thanks a bunch. Okay, and we are back with another special guest. Why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, hey, everybody. My name is Joseph Baer. Um, I'm the owner of the Spider Stop Shop, a grunge spider artist out of Lynchburg, Virginia. Nice. So you're here doing this gorgeous art. I saw Deadpool going around earlier. And um, what's this one? I'm sorry. I can't. Uh, this is the Wolverine. Okay, uh, that's what I was thinking, but it wasn't. Yeah, it's from the, the new movie. Well, the newest Wolverine movie. Uh, I was commissioned by somebody to redo the poster in my you know signature splatter grunge style. Yeah. So it I looks did it. it looks fantastic. It's really, really beautiful. Oh, thank you. So, so um, why did you come all the way from Lynchburg to here? Um, I recently just uh, hooked up with uh, Wizard World, and they nice. put me on 17 of their shows, so I've been branching out, trying to get into other conventions, anime cool. conventions, sci-fi, horror, and then I saw one in Virginia in my own backyard, so I'm like, why not drive, you know, two hours here, and yeah. I love the beach too, so. Yeah, oh, of course, absolutely. Um, so what do you think of the convention so far? Um, I'm actually loving it. I'm loving the crowd. I'm getting a lot of positive responses, a lot of good feedback, and you know, even the negatives that I'm working with, it's still a lot of constructive criticism. And everybody's been so nice and very generous, and I'm loving the costumes. Yeah, and so much. There's a lot of cosplay going on. Yes, a lot of cosplay, especially for a one-day smaller convention. This is, you know, definitely on an Austin or Ohio Comic-Con level. It's definitely. Yeah, I would, I would agree. So um, give me one reason that somebody should check out your work and buy some of it. Uh, one, you won't see anything else like it out there, and it's truly something original, something new, new, new and unique. It won't, you know, cost you a fortune. You get a great product. Um, I do limited prints, so once they're all gone, they're gone. I've been selling out a lot, and I will work with you if you want something I don't have. I will ship it to you. If you're in Virginia, I'll ship it to you for free. Wow. So I really like to work with the people, and I'm not someone just trying to, you know, rape the pockets of the people. Yeah, yeah, that's fantastic. Um, so one, one last thing, where can people find this stuff? Uh, you can find this, um, you can go to my Etsy shop at the Spider Stop Shop. I have an Etsy, Store Envy, uh, Reddit Gifts, and my, I'm building my current website right now that will be the spiderstopshop.com. Fantastic. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, folks, it's about 3 o'clock here. And we are finally getting a chance to interview our neighbors from Vendetta Comics, uh, Andrew and Dom. Can I say hello? Hello. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> so uh, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about, uh, about, about your work? Take it, Dom. Uh, well, we're a, uh, we're a small comic book publication. We do mainly comic strips. 
Um, we have two ongoing series right now, Biscotti Jones, which is about a, uh, a sentient Biscotti, which uh, fights crime inside of a coffee shop. Uh, his main villain is a cup of coffee named Mr. Java, and he can transform and you know move his body like liquid, you know, Hydro Man. It's a very, very boring series, as you might imagine. Yeah. Not a lot happens, it's strange or unusual. Nice. And we got uh, Rodney, the economically disadvantaged vampire. We just wanted to do a take on a vampire who didn't have any money. And, just, you, uh, know, you, you see so many vampire stories where they have castles and they have cars and they have all this kind of stuff. And we just wanted to see what would happen if you had a vampire that was always broke and always poor and looking for his next meal. So that yeah. was kind of the, the advice for that one. All right, no, that's good. I can see him in Dracula's account. So, you know, right. some, some form of Eastern European royalty. God only knows where from, but no. Say that. So, uh, you guys enjoy the enjoy the convention here, having a good time. Yeah, absolutely. This is a really great turnout. Um, we're surprised. Uh, I think it's just fantastic. Um, really surprised at, at how many people are here. Everybody's really friendly. This is a really good time. Now, are you all local, or are you guys from uh, from elsewhere? We're about four hours away in Roanoke, Roanoke, yeah. Virginia. Okay, yeah. we drove up this morning really early, but uh, oh god, yeah, I'm yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. I'm tired. I honestly didn't think I would be drawing as much <laughs> at R at all, so, but I was dead wrong. So. <laughs> that's a good thing, though. Yeah, yeah, that's good. We're talking to a lot of really cool people and promoting our stuff, and it's a lot of fun. Always is. So speaking of promoting your stuff, where can people find your stuff? They can find us on just by searching uh, Vendetta Comics uh, on Facebook. Uh, we're on Tumblr. We're on, uh, we're on Twitter. And uh, we update our comic strips m- monthly. Okay. And we normally alternate between Biscotti Jones and uh, Rodney. Mm-hmm. We also have a new comic coming out as well with uh, Ned. Uh, what's the tagline? Well, Ned, Ned is a mummy. Uh, every one of these uh, types of monsters that we're doing are all going to have kind of their own problem, their own sort of uh, politically correct type of, uh, of name for the problem. So in Ned's case, he's uh, paranormally deficient, which means he has trouble with the spells. Uh, so he's, he's kind of the next one that we're, that we're doing. Okay, and uh, and when are we looking for that one to come out? Gosh, uh, this should be out Halloween. Yeah, absolutely, Halloween? by Halloween. Awesome. Halloween, yeah. I appreciate you guys uh, taking a minute and coming sure. on over. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Thank you. So I've got with me to now, I've got uh, Kevin and Brooks, and you guys are from... Which, we are from uh, Hummelong Comics, actually. Uh, we do a comic book called Clumsy Man, actually. Yes, we do. I'm going to say actually some more. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you are. No. <laughs> no, never again. <laughs> All right, so uh, why don't you tell me a little bit about Clumsy Man? Uh, well, I'm the writer. My father here does the uh, art. Um, to tell you the truth, he's a superhero who fights crime by falling downstairs. Nice. Yes, it's fantastic. It's uh, the Rue Bo- oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Goldberg machine of superheroes. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, we have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, he's um, kind of a cross between the Tick, if anybody has ever heard of the Tick. Oh, if they haven't, they need to. Yeah, uh, you'd be exactly. surprised. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Half the people we talk to have never heard of him, and we're just like, "How, <laughs> you uncultured swine!" And it's we, Warburton. <laughs> we do a ton of takeoff too. Uh, if anybody has ever seen the uh, movie uh, Mystery Men, it's it's, it's kind of yeah. like okay. that. Okay. So, yeah, we have the Tick pretty much set up in the city of Mystery Men. Okay. It's been a little while since I've seen that movie, but I, but I, I feel you. All right. Yeah, the underdogs win, pretty much. That's what we're trying to go for it. That's good. 
It's, uh, it's got a candy coating of uh, slapstick humor underneath a really deep, dark storyline. So, uh, so kind of, you know, what made you guys decide to write this particular book? Well, several years ago when this big guy over here, and of course I realize on a podcast you can't see him, but he's like six foot six, 340 pounds. When he was like a quarter of that size, <laughs> uh, him and his brother, uh, who is younger than he, I did the character Clumsy Man. It's just something fun for them. Yeah, he and, had a- he had a lot of free time at his job <laughs> that he was working at, at the time. and Actually just, drew it on the back of uh, work order re- requisition forms. But nice. uh, they were got after me for several years to actually make it a real comic book. So finally I caved in and did it, and we're working currently on our third issue. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. And, uh, and where can folks find uh, issues one and two? Well, we have an uh, online store. Uh, you can go to our Facebook site, which is uh, uh, facebook.com slash clumsy man comics, all one word. And there is a store site on that, which is a store envy site. And you can get it there, or you can pick it up at uh, Green Dragon Gaming in Wakefield, Virginia. I think that's 115 Railroad Avenue in Wakefield, Virginia. He carries it. Uh, Nostalgia Newsstand in Greenville, North Carolina carries it. And Nostalgia Plus Comics in Willow Lawn in Richmond carries it. Very cool. I well, appreciate you guys stopping by and uh, chatting with us for a minute. Well, thank you for having yeah, us. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Once again, we are back, and we take, we have uh, Bert Lacey with us. So, Bert, say hello. Hi. How you doing? Good. So, Bert, what do you what do you uh, what are you here for? Uh, me and my brother, we both have a table here. And we're displaying our artwork and showing what we can do. And we're trying to bring people to get interested in more of what we're happening with. Uh, we're from Richmond area. Oh, okay. Nice. Okay. Um, so are you, do you just do prints? Do you do comics? Um, we do characters. Oh, and also okay. we do uh, profile artwork. I, I've been doing a lot of wrestling artwork now where I do uh, people putting other people in submissions. And uh, we've been working some with some comic artists. Um, more on the indie scale, so nothing too big right now. Um, my brother, he's working on a mural project down in Richmond, so that, that'll be another thing that'll be going on. Uh, it's, we're kind of a mixed media okay. kind of group. Very cool. Nice. So, uh, any particular reason you're doing the, uh, the wrestling stuff lately? Mm-hmm. Well, what was the reason? Yeah, is there a particular reason or just something you felt like doing? Um, I, well, I've always been a wrestling fan, and it's been a big thing for me. And uh, here recently we've been going into what should we do in artwork-wise. I, I do a lot of stuff for different people that are just random different things. And I was like, well, I think I need to go more towards something that I inspiration by. And uh, so I started doing more of the wrestling. And I go to a lot of the shows, so I see a lot of the guys, and then I was like, oh, okay, well, yeah, let me, let me start doing some stuff. Cool. And um, so I've been working more in there, and I, I like to push that out more with the indies and try to grab more people's attention that, that aren't on TV and that everybody knows, and somebody, they'll be like, oh. And a lot of the guys don't have stuff to show people, like, oh, I don't have anything to really have people sign or come yeah. see. Gotcha. So yeah. that, that's another thing. So it's, it's based on inspiration. It's also, and also, I mean, I would think it would be kind of a fun exploration in um, anatomy. Very. Uh, I'm big on anatomy. Um, wrestling, that's a good characteristic about it because I do, we both do a lot of stuff with yoga poses 
and we implement that into a lot of different things. And we do a lot with the Asian culture, where it has a lot of samurai-based poses that has things. Right. Um, I've also worked some with the uh, uh, more model industry. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's some more my other work that I, I don't really show too much of. Um, but I, I do some designs for the modeling industry that deals with the designs on, on the body and, and styles and stuff like that. Cool. So, yeah, yeah. I think a lot of it goes down to anatomy for me. Yeah. Is it difficult to keep perspective in the, in different poses, like the, the proportions to be correct? It, it can be. Um, you have your good days and your bad days. Yeah. I think that's sure. kind of how it goes. Um, but perspective, I, I enjoy perspective a lot. Uh, I think it's much more interesting for people to look at. Sometimes when the other stuff is, it's, it's more flat. But when you put perspective in there, people it seem to attract to it better. Um, yeah, so I would say so. Yeah, it's, it's difficult, but it's exciting to, to do, especially when it comes out right. Yeah, um, sure. and Yeah, I mean, there's probably some artwork on there that's been redone and redone and redone. <laughs> Very nice. So where can we find your work? Uh, you can find me on um, my, my website is bornoncloud9, the, the number 9, dot okay. com. Um, you'll be able to find me on Facebook. Uh, you'll be Bert, Bert. Lacey. Um, you can find me on any social media as a hashtag Born on Cloud Nine or under Bert Lacey. Very nice. Very nice. Well, Bert, thank you for coming out. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's been a joy. Thanks. Right, so we just uh, we just finished up with Bert Lacey. Now we have Lee Lacey with us. So Ooh. Lee, welcome. Hello. How y'all doing? Doing good. How about you? I'm doing really good. It's been a nice turnout. So uh, your brother told us a little about the stuff he's doing. So what are you what are you doing? Uh, I do a mixture of things. Um, apparently, right now I'm just doing character artwork, but to the side I do a lot of murals and graffiti and uh, tattoo art. Yeah, did you, he said you were doing a mural in Richmond. Yes, I am. Tell me about that project. Uh, it's down on off of Harris Street, next to uh, Broad Street in VCU area. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually Harrison Street Cafe. Um, oh, cool. Really known for um, vegan and, and vegetarian based food. But I'll be doing, I had an exhibit down there uh, last month, and uh, he asked me if I would like to do a mural to replace their wall. Oh, how cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's still wow. in the works right now, so it's not being worked on, and probably until the end of the month, that'll get started. Okay, yes. cool. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, and if you all want to contact me, you can hit me up either at, uh, email is Lace, uh, Lacey at um, yeah, gmail.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Very good. Uh, give me one reason why we should come over and check out your art. Uh, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good reason. That's a good one. All awesome. right, cool. All right. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for joining us, Lee. Thank you very much. Y'all have a good day. You too. Well, folks, it is the end of the day, and Tracy and I are uh, kind of wrapping up here. So, Tra- what, did you, what did you think of the show? I was really impressed. This is... The fir- we've talked a lot about this, but this is the first show in 15 years in the Hampton Roads area, or at least the first big one. Um, this is the first time for Tidewater Comic Con. This is the first time for Mike Federale to organize. I think they did a fantastic job. We've had some really good. Um, we've had we've had some really good interviews. There's been some really interesting people here. They've done a lot of really interesting stuff. We've talked to them. Uh, we've got some really good uh, ideas for future blogs, future podcasts and stuff like that. So, I mean, as far as inspiration goes, it's phenomenal. Everyone is friendly. I haven't seen one grumpy person this entire day. Everybody's happy. Everybody's friendly. They want to chat with you. I love it. I love it. No, this has been a really good time. Um, I could really use a a meal and a nap and not necessarily in that order. Yep. But in general, I think 
the region has been pretty desperate for this, um, just based on the the over the top enthusiasm uh, the, we've seen. Yeah, and, and it's great. I mean, we've got some absolutely fantastic cosplayers. The Ven- turnout is just amazing. Yeah, I mean, just people all over. Great vendors, great artists, great mm-hmm. guests in general. We're having all kinds of fun. We're getting to talk to a lot of great people. Uh, the, the art, the local art, in um, either in Hampton Roads, Richmond, Roanoke, Lynchburg, in Virginia, has blown me away. I didn't realize that we had this caliber of artists and talent locally. It's, it's pretty fantastic. Unfortunately, I have not spent a dime. Actually, no, it's kind of fortunate. I, sp- I spent a little bit too much at New York, so I have not spent anything here. Um, but, but needless to say, this has been a great, a great show. Yeah. Um, I'm pleased. I'm really looking forward to uh, the next one. I've been told that there might be a spring event, so I'm really looking forward to that. Or maybe if, even yep. if it's put off till next fall. I'm, I'm really glad that this is here. I hope it's here to stay. Yeah, yeah I think this is, uh, this is hopefully uh, the beginning of a, of a very long tradition. Yeah. So, uh, once again, this has been Therefore I Geek. We're broadcasting, uh, broadcasting live, recording live from the Tidewater Comic Con. If you like what we're doing, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, leave us a review, head on over to thereforeageek.com, facebook.com slash thereforeageek, or on Twitter, we are at thereforeageek, and Tracy is at Mary Eyes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So once again, I'm Andrew. And I'm Tracy. And this has been Therefore I Geek. <laughs>